So, uh, growing up uh, over on 14th Street uh, in our backyard, uh, we have uh, three uh, big oak trees. And when we were little, you know, they weren't so big and they were, they were climbable, especially the middle one. And we would we'd go out there in the summer and we would, we would pull ourselves up into the branches of this uh, oak tree and then climb. And, you know, it was always, uh, climbing trees is a, Kind of a fun thing, but it, you know you have to be careful jumping from one branch to the other. And the higher you get, the the, the more fragile the branches become, the more they move, and so it's always kind of a daunting, scary experience. But then you get to the top, and especially when you're little, you see that vision of that you're higher than the house, and you can see the whole neighborhood, you can see the world like you can, you know, you've never seen it before. And so I, I would always love that. And, you know, I go back and I visit my folks and, and it's look in the backyard and that, that tree is, uh, you know, those branches we used to pull ourselves up to, into, or now they're way up. It's, and I wish I could still climb that tree. It's been a long time since I've done that. But it's something I think all of us should, uh, maybe at least in one particular sense, uh, seek to do all the time. Let me explain that. Today in the... In the gospel, uh, Zacchaeus uh, is going through some kind of a, an exciting uh, moment. And you, you, you look at him and you say, he's, he's not a nice guy. Uh, he's a thief. He's, he's an outcast. Uh, he's a collaborator. Uh, he steals from his neighbors. That's what tax collectors did and, and were. And that's why Joseph, Jesus kind of singles him out today for special treatment. You know, these tax collector guys like Zacchaeus, they, uh, they would uh, purchase uh, their job from the Romans. And they would collect taxes from all the other Jews in the town. And then they would, in order to pay for the privilege of doing this job, the money that they had to pay to the Romans, the money they needed to support themselves, they would skim it off the top. They would extort money from their, their neighbors, which is why they were so despised. And this, this little man uh, uh, leads a, a small and little life. And all of a sudden, he hears about Jesus, and he begins to think, well, maybe, maybe this is what I've been looking for. I mean, even all of us caught in our own sins and our own difficulties and the small, petty things we get involved in in our there's always a moment where we think, you know, the Lord wants something more from me. This isn't everything. Can I do better? That's a question we should all be asking ourselves. Can we do better? And I certainly can. Uh, can we do better? And so into that question comes Jesus. And it, and it should excite us with the possibilities of what would my life be like if I could get rid of this sin or that shortcoming or this difficulty? If I could overcome these things, if I could climb above the, 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 the small, petty things that I allow to define myself. See, Jesus doesn't want us to know ourselves by the small things, the petty things, the sinful things, the difficult things that we, we find ourselves in. That's not how he sees us. When he looks at you and me, he doesn't see those things. He just sees what's possible. He sees what's great. He can see what he loves. And he wants us to see that too. But we have to climb above our small lives, right? We have to climb above this narrow vision that, are, that we allow our sins uh, to define 
um, who we are. And so it's like Zacchaeus, he, he gets this sense, this exciting moment, and he says, yes, that's what I want. And, I, and, so he, and he can't seem to get it the normal way, so he has to go in this extravagant gesture, and he has to climb this sycamore tree, this tall tree, so that he can see Jesus. And in seeing Jesus from this higher place, he can see the higher part of his life that he's called to live without this small pettiness that his, his tax collecting has kind of brought to himself. And, and Jesus sees him and says, Hey, Zacchaeus, come down quickly, because I mean to stay at your house today. This is, this is the words we should all long to hear. I, I want to live in you. I want to live in your life. I want to live in your house. I want to live in your job. I want to live in your marriage. I want to live with your kids. I want to live at your school. I want to live in your relationships. I want to live with you and your friends. Come down quickly. See, and we just started uh, last week on Friday, All Saints Day, we started uh, daily confessions. So every single day, we have confessions. This morning, you know, Father Ganella was hearing here after the uh, second mass. I was hearing him over at Crane Road uh, for a half hour after the second mass, or after the first mass. The Father uh, Ganella, our Father Claydar had, so I was hearing confessions. And business was good, right? <laughs> there, was, there was a line. I'm like, praise God, where did these people come from? But you, you know, you offer a different time. You offer something that's more convenient. You, 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 you give them an opportunity. Praise God. You know, and some of them, and this is kind of a theological term that priests use when somebody comes to confession who hasn't been there for a long time. You know what we call that? Big fish. We call it a big fish. Right? <laughs> and, and so... That's, an, that's a moment when, you know, somebody comes to confession after, and this happens all the time. I haven't been in confession in a year. I haven't been in confession in two years. I haven't been in five, 10, 15, 20, 25 years. I haven't been in confession since my first confession. And they're, and they're nervous. They don't know what to say. They don't know what to do. Is Father going to yell at me? You know what we do? You know what I do? When that happens, I say, I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you that you came today. After all this time, isn't it amazing that somehow the Lord has captured your heart in such a way that you find yourself here today? What happened? It's fascinating to me. Somebody who hasn't been to confession in 30, 40, 50 years all of a sudden finds himself sitting there or kneeling there in the box and they're like, what? what's going on with you? What is the Lord doing? How, is, how amazing is this? You should be so excited that the Lord has finally broken through whatever fear, whatever the diffidence, whatever that is that kept you from coming, the Lord broke through that and, and now he's got you. He's got a plan for you and he's doing something exciting in your life. These are the things that I say because I'm so proud of them and I'm so happy for them. You make my day. That's what I tell them. You made my day. You big fish. You know? <laughs> but here it is. We've all got stuff in our life. 
that keeps us from seeing the, the world and our lives and our purpose and, and, and what, we're, what we're called to be uh, from the higher place. We've got to climb this tree in our life, whatever that is. We've all got a big tree. We've got to climb it so that we can see beyond it, so we can see above it, so that we can see the vast horizon of the possibilities of life in Christ, with Christ living within us, in our house, setting up shop, and, and loving us the way we deserve to be loved and loving us in a way that calls us into an exciting moment in our life where we can actually love ourselves the way Jesus does. Don't we want this? Climb the tree. It's big, I know, but it's beautiful and it's, and it's, and it's, it's made for you. Everybody's got their tree. Climb it. You get to the top and you're swinging around on these fragile little branches and you're praying, oh Lord, I hope, you fall. I hope you're gonna catch me. I hope you're going to be there for me. And there's Jesus. Come down quickly. I've got you. I'm going to embrace you and kiss you and love you and tell you how awesome you are. I'm going to stay in your house. And all we have to say is one thing. Lord, I am not worthy to have you under my roof, to have you in my house. Just say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Amen.